Broadcasting live worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. Happy New Year. Welcome back, listeners, to The Binge Buster Show. It has been more than a minute, more than a day. It's been too long since we've had the show. But, uh, you know, life happens, and and uh, unfortunately, you know, sometimes you got to hit that reset button, uh, and that's pretty much what the Binge Buster Show has done. Uh, but before I go any farther, hey, the Binge Buster Show can't be the Binge Buster Show without my co-host. I'm talking about none other than rock and roll man himself, Chris Plano. Chris, welcome back to the Binge Buster Show. Oh my God, terrific, Tony. Thank you so much for having me. I know it's been a couple of months, maybe even up to three months since we recorded our last show, but happy 2022 to everyone. We are off and running. I'm fired up about tonight's show and I can't wait to dive right in. Yeah, man, this it's going to be awesome. Um, but, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, like like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, we, we, we took a little hiatus. Uh, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't something that we planned. Uh, to be honest, people, because the Binge Buster Show, a lot of times we, we, we like to blow smoke and, and just have fun. But uh, to be honest, uh, man, uh, we, it, life happens. And sometimes, you know, we, we I, you, like, like I said, you got to hit that reset button. And, uh, of course, I had, a, I had to hit mine. Now, uh, but, but Chris, you know, during these, these three months that, that we've taken off, um, I've, you know, I'm, I'm always messing in something, you know, trying to get involved in something. Um, and I have got a new hobby, Chris, uh, thanks, okay. uh, think, thanks to one of our old, um, guests that we had on one of the, sh- one of our podcasts, I'm talking about, uh, Drake Tungsten, uh, a lot, a lot of people may not know this about Drake, but he's a, he's an avid collector of, uh, wrestling memorabilia, wrestling championship belts, um, so anyway, you know, he, 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 you know, a lot of people don't know this, but a lot, a lot of times he will, if, if he's working on a deal, um, he'll call me and, or he'll text me and be like, yo, Tone, uh, so, uh, this is the deal I'm looking at. What, what do you think? If you had the money, would you do this? You know? And so now the tables have turned. Now I'm, now I'm calling him going, Hey, Tommy, I got this little deal on the, on the side, but what got me started in this new collect? Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm so excited, Chris. It's been so long since I've talked, but um, my my new hobby is collecting championship belts. Um, and uh, you know, I've always liked the the old school type stuff. Everybody knows that. Listen to the show, or or they know me. But um, I love the way those old championship belts look. You know, the ones nowadays on TV. I, it almost looks like my seven-year-old kid drew them. <laughs> I just don't really like the way the, the new ones look. Uh, you know, right. But but I get it. I know what they're trying to do. They 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 want their brand out there. They want the brand to be able to see on the belt. But I miss those old school, you know, trophy type belts. And um, probably one of my favorite belts of all time was the NWA Mid Atlantic Championship belt. Uh, they uh, call it the uh, States Belt. It's a nickname for it. But anyway. Uh, I saw this guy had, he had this belt for sale and, uh, I sent the picture to Tommy and I'm like, Hey, what do you think about this belt? And he's like, Oh, I know that guy. 
So uh, I was like, oh, you do? Because, yeah. So he ended up getting it for me a little cheaper than what the guy quoted me originally. Uh, and that started it for me. I, I bought that belt. And then I looked up Chris and uh, found another guy who had. Uh, now, a lot of people that, that may not be collectors or know a lot about championship belts, but uh, if you have a belt that was made by Reggie Parks, you, you've got yourself a nice belt. But not only that, now you definitely got a, a nice collector's item because, uh, unfortunately, um, you know, back in November, uh, Mr. Parks passed away. But if you own a Reggie Parks championship belt, you 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 own a little bit of you 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 want a little bit of money there, and yeah, I you do. and I I got lucky, Chris. I came across this guy who had a belt for sale, and evidently he didn't know uh, how how valuable a Reggie Parks belt was because I was able to, in the wrestling terms, I was able to hook it. <laughs> but I got this belt from this guy uh, at a great price so i couldn't pass up the deal so i bought it so that that made belt number three uh and then this weekend i'm picking up belt number four and then yesterday um i uh found another person that had a belt for sale on ebay and i bought it but chris th this belt was really cool because um back in 1985 you you could go to the to the stand now this is way before the internet before all any of the other stuff um but you could buy the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine, and in this, inside the magazine, there was a company called um, Cattle Baron, um, and they made like a replica, like a little championship belt. Um, and I wanted that thing so freaking bad when I was a kid, but my parents wouldn't buy it for me because I think it was either fifty or a hundred dollars, and they refused right. to. You know, they I'm not paying that kind of money for a toy. Are you kidding me? So I, I never got it. Well, I found somebody had it on eBay and had it at a really good price. So I snagged it up too. So, excuse me. So now I have that belt. So this weekend, um, I'm picking up a Smoky Mountain heavyweight title belt. So that 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 will make me belt number six. <laughs> so my my hobby wow. is already taken off, Chris. Um, but you know, anybody that knows me knows that I'm probably not going to hold on to them very long. I'm going to probably you know, flip them and make a little cash and, um, and find me another hobby. But, um, but, but Chris to sit there and hold, uh, the Reggie parks belt. And, um, and l later on today, I will go on the, our, the bench buster show Facebook page. Cause I haven't updated it in a while, but I'll update it and, and post pictures of the belts. But man, to hold that Reggie parks, big gold and it's the, and, and it's the same belt that Ric Flair, uh, held for so long. But to hold that belt in my hand and, and know that Reggie Parks made it, man, is the belt is heavy, but it's just it's like holding on to that uh, legacy. You know what I mean? Oh, guy, you're holding on to the history. I mean, it's just so sentimental. I mean, you know, you really get attached uh, you know, to stuff like this, and it's almost like you don't even want to let it go. I you you say it so easily, Tony, but it's when you come to that moment okay, I'm either going to sell this or, or trade this or a combination of what it might be. And sometimes you don't even want to let it go. It's it just like it's a, just a, a piece of, of, of wrestling lore, you know, at one time or another, and, and, and you've got it. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is, is is like, you know, I made the mistake of telling my wife about this good deal and what the belt could really be worth. <laughs> 
and now she's like sell it sell it so today um and right. right. the dollar sign oh no. yeah yeah so so today <laughs> yeah. in the mail i get the uh the uh, cattle baron belt and i'm letting my you know my son hold it and she's like tell me you didn't buy another belt i'm like no i didn't buy another belt well yeah i bought another belt but uh, but I'm 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 gonna flip it's what I told her. She's like, oh yeah, like like you flipped that Reggie Parks belt that you said that you was gonna flip. <laughs> like, she's like, where's it at? It's still in your it's still in your studio, right? I'm like, yeah, it's still got, in my got studio. Got a rock solid memory, huh? <laughs> she does, man. But you know, and you you sell you, hey, you sell that belt. You're buying big states, going out big dinners, and all that good stuff. Oh, <laughs> she, she, brother, she knows when I sell that belt, we're. We're going to L.A. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and she's going to take the money and go to Beverly Hills is what she's going to do. I yeah. know I know oh, her thought man, you're process. Gonna like, <laughs> you're going to be like, uh, what's, you're gonna be like uh, Chevy Chase. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But nah, I, I, I really do think that I probably won't ever sell that belt. As a matter of fact, Chris, I've already been talking to another belt maker. And I'm going to get him to make me a uh, nameplate with my name to put on it. So, so, there you go. so we know that building ain't going anywhere. But it, it's a cool hobby. It's a cool hobby. So I'm excited about that. Uh, well, uh, what's what's been going on with you the, these last couple of months? I know, and uh, I, I know not, not much has changed. I, I see, you know, I, I, you and I have talked periodically through text and stuff. Uh, but I know you're still out there rocking and rolling, hitting the clubs, and having the time of your life. Yeah, you, you know how it is, Tony. You know, I've been doing my thing the last couple of months here. I, I stayed here for the holidays, for Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. You know, didn't go back up to the Northeast with the COVID, the infection. I, actually, I'm really glad now with everything going on, you know, this past week, I didn't go up to the Northeast for Christmas and New Year's, and uh, I stayed here, you know, stayed local. Yes, been hitting the local band. The local bands are thriving. You know, the local clubs are thriving. The bands are getting out there. The tribute bands, the you know, the theme bands and all that good stuff. And, you know, me still following my Carolina Panthers, even though we're not doing well week to week on, you know, NFL football Sundays. And, you know, hey, you know, it really just going with the flow. And I'm really taking things week by week. And, you know, now we're into 2022. And we're just going to see what, what's happening here. But getting out and about. But, you know, being cautious at the same time because there's a lot going out, you know, on right now. Yeah, um, definitely. So I know, um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, I'm seeing a lot of stuff online. Numbers are going up. People are getting sick. Uh, I know during the Christmas break, my, my wife was sick. And at first we, we were kind of concerned that it could be in COVID because she pretty much had, I would say all – she had a couple of the, of the symptoms that 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 is COVID uh, related, but um, you know they only lasted like a day, so I knew at that point it couldn't be COVID. Um, and then of course I we you know we went and got her checked out and got a test, and of course uh, the test came back negative, and come to find out she had an upper respiratory infection, but she also has asthma, so that that kind of you know added to. Uh, the cough and the uh, congestion that that you know she was going through, but um, and sure. she and she was sick pretty much through the whole Christmas break, but um, it didn't stop her, man. We uh had Christmas and then uh, we packed up the car and me and her and my, and my son took off down south, uh, so, uh, even more south than, than where I'm at now. And I know a lot of our listeners in other country probably hear my voice and go. My gosh, you know this guy must be eating cornbread when he's talking. But, um, but I am a country boy. But, um, 
but we 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 uh, my my wife watches this show on television uh and and um it's called the uh, the vampire diaries and we found out that they film it down in Covington Georgia and uh you know she was so excited about it but um what's funny Chris is uh, she tells me hey we're going to take this trip and we're going to go down to Covington Georgia and uh cuz that's where they filmed and, and before she could say vampire diaries i said dukes of hazard yes we're going <laughs> right. So, uh, so we've uh, now made three trips uh, over the, these last couple months down to uh, Covington, and so uh, we got some friends down there now that uh, they uh, they they weren't our friends, but they are now. Um, they run a little Airbnb, and we always stay there, and uh, they always take good care of us. And it's right, um, you know, ten minute walk from the main square. So as we go down there, she's marking out for the vampire diaries and I'm marking out for Dukes of Hazard. I've like tracked down the, the boar's nest. <laughs> I've tracked down the, uh, the, 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 the famous jump. Uh, so, uh, seen all that. And, uh, of course it looks now totally different than what, than what it did in 1979 when they, uh, filmed Dukes of Hazard, but, uh, been, you know, pretty busy doing that. But, um, man, I'm like you, I just been living life and trying to, uh, you know, like I said earlier in the podcast, hit that reset button. Um, you know, I had I had my last wrestling match. I think uh, that was in um, October, and that was probably about the same time we had our, our last podcast. Uh, but I, I, I just needed some time with my yeah. family. I needed to take a little break. Uh, but man, I'm you know here we are. We're ready to get back at it. Uh, we got the podcast back and running, and this Saturday. Uh, I'm stepping back into the ring. Um, the NAWA is having a big show um, in Lenore, North Carolina, and they're going to have uh, several uh, NWA legends going to be there, um, like uh, uh, our good friend, Handsome Jimmy, the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant. He's going to be there. Uh, NWA great wrestling uh, referee Tommy Young will be there. Uh, so will Mr. Number One George South and from the famous Mulkey Brothers, Randy Mulkey um, <laughs> is going to be there. I'm, I'm so excited uh, about that. Uh, so, uh, so uh, you know, we have the Mulk. Uh, one of the Mulkeys is going to be there. I'm sorry, I said Randy, but I, but I, I'm sorry, I just saw my notes. It's actually uh, um, Bill Mulkey, not Randy, but Bill. So Bill Mulkey is going to be there with uh george south and uh man it's gonna be a great time i'm excited about this about this show chris man i i know tony and listen i know through everything you got going on you're, you're still training every day man big show in lenore this saturday night it is going to be on fire up there you well anytime the boogeyman's in town it's going to be on on fire and obviously tommy young i mean gosh the stories if you could ever sit down with that man for an hour or two Oh, and all, I, yeah, I can, <laughs> can imagine. You talk about the flare matches or, or, or the war games or whatever. I mean, it just probably bring chills up your spine. And, um, hey, Mr. Number One, George South, you know, you never know what's going to happen when he's in the building and, and what, what a great guy George is, um, you know, just from everything he brings to the business and, and, and you know, talking to the guys. He's bringing up the young talent and, 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 and obviously – you know, in the back room and then even in the front of the house, you know, with, with, with him, you know, you know, talking the good word and, 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 and the good word in the Bible and all that stuff. It's going to be a great night. Lenore's going to be on fire. And 
who are you stepping in the ring with, Tony? I, I know you're, you're ready to roll. I know you well, want to start off 2022 with a win. Yeah, you're right, Chris. And But what, what, what we're doing uh, on this show, as a matter of fact, um, is it's – uh, their, it's their annual bunkout stampede, and it's mm-hmm. been a while since they've had a um, eye television champion. So what they're doing is they're having this bunkout stampede, and the winner uh, of the stampede is going to be crowned the new um, NAWA eye television champion. And our good friend, handsome Jimmy Bo- Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant, is going to be there. And he's going to be awarding the winner uh, the championship belt. So hopefully that's going to be me. But I'm also, Chris, going to be involved in a tag team match. Uh, the Moonshine Express is, is running rampant there in NAWA. They have been for some time. Um, but they are the current reigning and defending uh, tag team champions. So they're putting the belts on the line, but uh, in a fatal four-way. Uh, so it's going to be, uh, you know, Two other teams, uh, including my team, that's vying for this championship. Uh, but Chris, I'm gonna have to tell you, and and, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know let the cat out of the bag here. Uh, you buy your ticket and you come down there, but I promise you, when the smoke clears, yours truly and his partner, uh, none other than uh, Wild Man James Brody, are gonna be having our hands raised in victory uh, as the um, as the champions because. You know, I'm looking at at, at, the, at the people involved, and James Brody and myself have got probably the most um, years in in the business uh, as a you know we and and the cool thing is we've never been a team before, so this is like uh this is all new for me, so I'm excited about it, but I, but I'm really excited about you know getting back in it uh, and and seeing my, you know, a lot of friends and, and everybody. And of course I'm bringing my belts to show off to the guys. So I'm excited about that too. So, uh, you yeah. might have a couple of buyers on the line, man. <laughs> you never know. I, I may, I may walk down there with the belt and come back and say, Hey honey, I got some, I got some California money for us, but you never know. But, uh, but I'm, I'm excited about it. But right now fans, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, the, the NAWA is sponsoring this week's podcast, so let's go right now to uh, to uh, their commercial about this weekend's Bunkhouse Stampede. The NAWA presents the Bunkhouse Stampede, Saturday, January the 8th, at the American Legion Hall in Lenore, North Carolina. Bell time, 3 p.m. On this great car, you will see for the $5 championship, Jeff Hart defend against Golden Gladiator number two. And in a four-way scramble match, Thomas Extreme, Jet Morris, Zay Vega, and Max Carnage. In a lumberjack with strap match, Jaggers takes on Ted. For the NAWA Tag Team title, the Moonshine Express defend in a fatal four-way against AJ Frost and Squeaks. Terrific Tony Binge and Wildman James Brody and Thunder and Brady. And six-man tag action, you will see Golden Gladiator number two teaming with Craig Classic and Myrick Moore taking on the legendary team of Bill Mulkey, George South, and Mark Henderson. For the NAWA heavyweight title, the champion Johnny Ryder defends against Big Donnie. And in the main event, the Bunkhouse Stampede to declare a new NAWAI television champion. And the belt will be presented by none other than WWE Hall of Famer, the legendary 
handsome Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant. That's Saturday, January the 8th, bell time 3 p.m. at the American Legion Hall, 401 Main Street Northwest in Lenore, North Carolina. Tickets are only $10, $5 for 6 to 12, and 5 and under are free. That's Saturday, January the 8th, Lenore, North Carolina, American Legion Hall. NAWA presents the Bunkhouse Stampede. Be there. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Binge Buster Show. Chris, I'm telling you, man, that Bunkhouse Stampede is going to be on fire, man. Oh, man. Tony, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. For $10, $5 for kids to get in, you're going to get autographs from the wrestlers. You're going to take pictures. You're going to see Bunkhouse Stampede. Fatal Four Ways, six-man tag match, the world title's on the line for the NAWA as well. You're going to see it all. And you know what? I love it. Three o'clock bell time. Come on out mid-afternoon. Get out of there. You're still home early. You're going to see it all. And I'm going to tell you what, that is the best value for any family to head on out right after the New Year's and the holidays. You'll get more than your money's worth and more going this Saturday. And, Tony, I'm going to tell you right now, boy, if I'm you, Got Bunkhouse Stampede. I know you got your eyes on that fatal four-way, but I'm going to tell you what. You've got some experience in some Bunkhouse Stampedes, and I know this isn't your first rodeo there, and, and, I, know, and I know the fatal four-way with the experience. You could be walking out with some heavy poundage on your waist before the night's over with this Saturday. I'm telling you, Chris, my my goal uh, in life for this weekend is to, come, is to walk out with uh, – the one half the tag titles and the television title uh you know shades of of arn anderson because you know back in 85 he was the nwa national heavyweight champion and nwa world television champion so uh you know it'd be nice to walk out there with both of those belts and uh you never know, and 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 who knows that that could pot that you know that that could definitely happen. Um, all I know is, man, I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for this uh, for this Saturday, man. It's going to be a great time. And 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 I know you'd have the and I know of all the guys, and I know all of them. I know them all, but you'd have that biggest smile on your face if Boogie's hand knew that title oh, in the middle brother. of the ring. Oh brother, you know as big a big of boogie mark as I, I mean, am, I, I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for him to hand me the belt. If boogie might even say, "I might got something for you." And all. Oh yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, he might, you're yeah, like, Whoa, You're right. Man. He might he might present me the I mean, belt and they, turn Terry Funk on me. Uh huh. I mean, he might just as he's handing it to you, get that little tug back as. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Uh-oh. That's and, right. And I know you and Boogie have had some legendary matches, man, and it's gone it's gone, he's gone over, you've gone over, count out, the DQ all over the building, but hey, but I know you'd have the biggest smile on your face, you know, and would so appreciate it getting it from Boogie in that middle of that ring. I you would be air to air, I would believe. Oh yeah, man. It, it, it's 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 gonna be great. I a matter of fact I I I'm, I called Boogie a couple weeks ago and to wish him a Merry Christmas, and uh, and he told me he said, "Brother, he says uh, I know <laughs> I know you're gonna be there in AWA," and mm-hmm. and he said he said now you you, you you when you get in that ring, man, he's like, "Brother, he's like, make sure that that you remember all the things I taught you 
uh, and, right. and and use them to your best ability. And uh, and if you do if you if you do that, you're going to be successful. But he goes, but you already know that because you've been doing this for twenty some years. And uh, you know he's like he's like it's like but 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 brother, I know you got that. Uh, he said, "Put on those Austin Hall boots that I that I gave you, and get there and kick some tails." So that's that's that that's my goal. So I'm I'm I, I'm, I'm, think, le- I'm ready for I, I that. Think what he's, I, I think what he's telling you is, Tony, bring your A game, bring your A plus game. I think is what he's telling you. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's gonna take and not so many words for you. Exactly. Yeah, and so many words. But listen, hey man, it's going to be a great time. You know, what a great way to kick off 2022 NAWA. They're going to be cooking, and I have a gut feeling they're going to be stuffed. There's going to be some drama coming off this card this Saturday that's going to leap into further into 2022 and, and down the road. Yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely going to be an exciting show, Chris. It's going to be fun. So, fans, make sure you bring your family, your friends, your neighbors, even your enemies. Who cares? Bring them all to the building, man. <laughs> Cause uh, it's going to be a good time, and uh, uh, but you know I'm excited about it. But n- now, Chris, something else I'm excited about. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, man, the not not just the NAWA is on fire, man. It seems like the, the uh, AEW is is cooking. Uh, but uh, but man, what 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 is your take on on like the the you know as far as the the uh, the way wrestling's going right now? Man, wrestling uh, right now, it's an interesting time to be in the, in the professional wrestling industry on the national scene. Um, you know, obviously we've got the COVID-19 still looming, the Omicron variant. Um, I mean, I think both WWE and AEW are ready to, what's the word, Tony, pivot at any <laughs> one yeah. time to what they need to do. Um, but, hey, there's a wrestling war going on right now between WWE and AEW. AEW is hanging in there. They were just up in Greensboro uh, a couple of weeks ago, up the road. They're doing their thing on Wednesday night. And, you know, they have they obviously have a following. WWE is doing their thing um, as well. But there's also a lot of jockeying going around. Who's picking up what talent? Yeah. Who's being released, right? Some guys got released today from WWE. There's a lot of things just going on behind the scenes. It's still kind of a... A revolving door of sorts. Yeah, it's a raw. It's a definitely a revolving door. But Chris, here here's something that um that that I, I've noticed here lately. It seems like when somebody gets released uh, up north, uh, pretty soon they get signed at AEW. Uh, but here's the problem: Do you think AEW is going to have too many people signed? Because right, you know, you know the thing about it is, uh, you know. It kind of goes back to WCW um, in the '90s. You know, you uh, you uh, had your your uh, your constant people that were on TV every week. Uh, you know, I'm talking about like Hogan, Hall, Nash, the NWO, right. Flair, the Horseman, Goldberg, Diamond Dallas Page. I mean, those 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 stars were on TV every week. Um, but and then they would you know bring in other people. Uh, and and show showcase them a little bit, but to me, uh, if you only have X amount of hours each week, it, 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 there's no way that you could sign so many, uh, so much talent, uh, and be able to stay in business. You know, you know what I mean? 
No, and I, I think what you're referring to here, Tony, is that there's going to be a tipping point. At some point in AEW, you know, where does this thing tip? Right. And they might almost already be there, to, to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've got the Wednesday night show. They're doing the dark promotion. They're doing some other stuff on, on, on Fridays as well. I, I get it. But at the same time, you're right. WWE lets some talent go. AEW, it's like it's almost an automatic signage, which yeah. I get it. So so they're kind of following what WCW did back in the day. And, and we've talked about this on the program, you know, in 2021. And, 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 and Cody Rhodes, you know, wants to pay homage to his father and the NWA days in WCW. And I get that. And we respect that. And, but I still kind of feel, even as I'm watching it tonight, I, I watched maybe half the show tonight. It still kind of feels like the NWA and WCW a little bit. When I see yeah. Tully Blanchard on there and I see Arn Anderson and I, I, I see Sting, it's like I'm still seeing some of Monday Nitro. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, but but so but I, I, I get it to an extent. But yes, they're going to hit a tipping point at, at some point. And and Chris, you know, you're talking about NWA and WCW. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, AEW was in Crockett territory. Man, they were in the Greensboro Coliseum, Correct. and man, Sting put on one heck of a show. Um, you know, uh, some, uh, some at 62 years old, leaping off the top rope onto the floor. Brother. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sting is all of 62, 63 years old. Right. I mean, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, the, the other day I, um, I heard Rick Rick Flair say, uh, man, Sting uh, Sting stole the show. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from the rest of the guys that were in there. He's like, but Sting to be 62 years old and doing what he did in that match he says that right there uh, shows you why they call him the icon, and but right. but you know at at that same moment in time you know Rick had to be patting himself on the back because basically he groomed Sting to be what what you know what what Sting turned out to be because and and it was right there in that same building the Greensboro Coliseum I was there these uh that that was in March the twenty seventh nineteen eighty eight. Uh, right. it was, um, right there in, uh, the very first clash of the champions and, uh, man, it was, it was, it was wide open and, uh, Ric Flair and sting went 45 minute TV time limit draw. And on that show, Ric Flair made sting for sure. He put I mean, him on the map. Kind of one, you know, you know, Tony and, and, you know, I'm not sting. You're not sting Ric Flair, whatever you walk into the Greensboro Coliseum couple weeks ago at Sting, and it's still the same building. It's not like they built the new Greensboro Coliseum. Right. You know, it's the same building from 20, 30 years ago. So the memories have to come back because everything looks the same aesthetically, especially, you know, behind the scenes in the locker rooms and stuff. Right. So, you know, what, what the memories could be going through you, you know, with those guys and the, and the homage that they paid to the Crockett's that evening as well in Greensboro. And, yes. uh, and, and as well. So they're, 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 they're reflecting on the past. They're doing something that the WWE doesn't do. I get it. 
you know, and, and to an extent. So they're doing their thing. The thing is, where is it? I think the biggest thing for AEW is, like, where is this going? Because they are hitting a ceiling on viewership. They, they, they are. They're around the 900,000, 1 million, maybe 1 million one mark as far as the viewership right, goes yeah. on Wednesday night. So I think the biggest thing is, like, where, how do you get to this next level? Like, how do you get to the two million mark? I mean, what is it going to take? Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's what they're trying to figure out, you know, because I they're, they're they're they've been hovering for a while. Yeah, and sometimes they've been a little lower than that too. Right, but I so think they're influxing this talent in like CM Punk and Daniel Bryan to try to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think if if they can come up with some kind of, of angle, like an NWO. Uh, sure. But I, I, th- I think their major problem right now is, uh, and I heard Mark Madden say this, he said, they he said basically what, what they have there at AEW, they have, 20 pound, uh, they have 20 pounds of sugar trying to put it in a 10-pound bag, uh, which means right. uh, they have too much talent. Uh, and right. not and not enough tell you know not 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 enough airtime to get all that talent over. So what they're doing is this week you see these people, next week you see those people. Well, right, uh, so they're, they're alternating, but the storylines are. I don't know. Yeah, the storylines are getting uh, lost in the mix, and uh, in order to build that fan base. Because uh, because it goes back to man, you know, me always being a huge Ric Flair mark. But when WCW Nitro was on, uh, dude, I would watch Nitro. But the minute I saw Ric Flair, I'd flip it back to to you know WWE and and wait for Stone Cold. Um, so you know, uh, uh, but 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 then but then you know you have these diehard people that that you know they want to watch everything. Uh, where me, you know, I'd watch Nitro. All I wanted to know is what was NWO doing, what's Hogan and Nash and Hall doing, and let me hear Rick. Let, let me hear Rick, Rick. Rick Flair get out there and say, "Mean by God, Gene, I, I, hey, I'm done. You know, I'm done for the night. I, right. I, all this other stuff I could care less about. And if they've got fans that would like that or like that, uh, they want to turn it on and see FTR. Well, if FTR is not on next week, then chances are those fans may not watch next week. You know, so that right. that's why I think it's important that they uh, can figure out a way to keep all the talent on this on on TV every week. And but they they're going to have to they're going to have to get some angle that's going to make people be invested. You know. Now and, and hey, they're in Charlotte this weekend. Yeah, they are in Charlotte this Saturday night. I know um, I wanted you know, to come, as, but and uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm booked. Uh, I'm, right. I'm I'm going to be in Lenore so, Saturday night, so uh, you know, I, I'm interested to see how they draw. Yeah, I mean, me Saturday too. Saturday night. This is not a normal night, you know, uh, for them. Right, right. But you, you know, it's Saturday night. They're in Charlotte. I don't know. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see. I mean, the Greensboro crowd was a little. Mm, it was it, overall. The mm-hmm. Greensboro Coliseum was far from sold out. Right, right. You know, but they're, you know, uh, they're 
lower level was sold, upper level, that's a whole other story. So Where are they going to be at? Uh, Bo- Bojangles Arena? I believe Bojangles, they're, they're going to be somewhere in Charlotte. Yeah, they are yeah. in Charlotte this uh, uh, Saturday night. Yeah, and who uh, knows if I if if you know, I if if I get finished up there in Lenore and I get back might, in town, might I walking. might head on over. Yeah. I, I might swing by and pick you up. And we go there and do the binge buster show live yeah. from AEW. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but absolutely no, abs- absolutely you know there. So, but they're they're in a good spot. They're where they need yeah. to be. But listen, they also have a lot of money behind them. Let's be honest. I yeah, mean, let's, yeah. let's be I honest. Think, here. They've got a lot of money behind them. They're at Bojangles, right? Seven o'clock. Um, uh, this uh, Saturday night, which you know, I mean, fine. I mean, it's it's you know, again, they're in town. They're they're, they're trying to do some other events outside of Wednesday night. I mean, so yeah. they're trying to branch out um, to see where they're where they're at. You know, over overall. Yeah. It's- so um, they're actually in in. Um, it looks like they're right, and then they're in Raleigh on. Wednesday next week at PNC Arena for their Wednesday regular show. So for they Dynamite. are in yeah. the area. Oh yeah, so yeah, AEW they're definitely. is going to be is in the area both Saturday and in, into next Wednesday. So they're going to be around. Um, you know, as far as uh, um, that goes. Um, and I'm looking at price points now. Uh, tickets start thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Oh, yeah. They're ready you to can't roll. beat that. And I and I'll tell you I'll so, tell you something too, fans, because I, I I go to Bojangles Arena a lot for the Charlotte. There's not a bad seat in the house. There's not a bad seat anywhere in that building. So thirty bucks gets you in the building. Thirty bucks gets you a really good seat. So uh, it's it's a no brainer. Same with Raleigh too. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. So they're at a price point where you know you can go. And watch a night of national wrestling on television, you know, on TV, mm-hmm. that and for thirty bucks, and they're not charging one fifty, two hundred, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Six hundred. <laughs> you can get in the yeah. building. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, I mean, so that's where they're at. So yeah, th- yeah, they're they're invading the Carolinas uh, this Saturday, and then um, a, a week from tonight on on Wednesday. So they're they're testing the market. They're just trying to see where wh- where are they at. Yeah. You know, I think over overall, outside of Florida, they've gone to some other markets. They went to New York. They did the thing at Ash Stadium in, in uh, August into September time frame. They really have, you know, but they're just trying to see, I think, where, you know, where their pulse is, you know, on the road. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think they're going to find that the fans in the Carolinas – um are hungry for pro wrestling they're hungry for classic pro wrestling and i think AEW is doing the right thing by bringing in these former uh jim crockett employees uh such as tully blanchard arn anderson david crockett um uh, you know sting you know those people like that draw and even ftr even though ftr was not um you know, uh, mid Atlantic wrestlers, um, or, you know, I'm sorry, Crockett promotion wrestlers, but they are from the Carolinas and they have a huge following. Um, and, uh, I, I really think AEW is going to do great if they continue coming to the Carolinas, um, because they're going to find that there is a lot of not, not, not just a lot of wrestling fans here in the Carolinas, but a lot of great wrestling talent 
or, or right here in the Carolinas as well. Right. No, absolutely. You know, I mean, look at them. They are really, and I'm kind of looking at their schedule here. I, I glanced quickly at their schedule coming up. I mean, they've got the Carolinas. They're good. They're hitting D.C. the following week, Ohio, Chicago, Nashville. But look, then they got Connecticut. They're in w, Bridgeport, Connecticut. They're going to do a show on February 23rd, just a few miles from WWE headquarters in Bridgeport. So they're breaking into other grounds. They're in Orlando, Florida for a weekend and, and into New Orleans for another weekend. So they're trying to break into different markets. Them going to Connecticut is huge. Oh, yeah. Huge. I mean, you're yeah. in Vince McMahon backyard territory. Yeah. And, uh, so, and, and, and it's great for him. You know, I, 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 I miss the days of the Monday Night War. I miss the days of oh my God, what's going to happen? This, you know, the, the, you know, for me as a as a if if I'm if I'm looking at wrestling as a fan, not as a performer, but as a fan, um, I'm I'm invested and I'm excited when when I don't know what to expect and I'm like, holy crap, I didn't know he's going to be there tonight. You know what I mean? Um, and and it, and it goes back to the days when I was a uh, you know. I was still wrestling, but I, but you know, I was a big fan of Nitro and WCW, and I never forget, man, the time that I went down to Winston Salem Lawrence Joel to see a um, um, Money Nitro, and I was surprised to see not only did the Road Warriors make their return, but their opponents was none other than the uh, the Steiner brothers. So I was like. And and they both made a made their debut against each other, you know, or, or not not debut, but the the return. The Road Warriors uh, made their return of getting back together when they had broke up for so long, and then the Steiner brothers made their um, uh, return back from the World Wrestling Federation to WCW. Right. So um, I enjoyed that, you know, the the, the art of of uh, surprise. Um, really right. really kept you on your toes and made you want to go buy a ticket because you man right who 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 in the world's going to show up this week you know um so right. maybe that's something AEW. but like i said AEW, they've got to do something that's going to really yeah they, they go they right. got they got to get that angle that's going to pop everybody and and i think they're almost right. there right right no and they are and the the, the biggest thing is they have to come up with the angle that's going to pop to where the people don't say, well, we've kind of seen this before already on television somewhere else. Yeah. You know, if they try to do an NWO kind of invasion, well, we've seen this, you know. So it's got to be a variation of something that people maybe haven't seen, especially the old timers. Not yeah. maybe so much the new fans they're drawing, but it's the old regime. Okay. So it's not looking like, we're copycatting someone else. But when I look at, and I have a smile on my face, you know, hey, I give them props. You're going to go to Bridgeport, Connecticut, February 23rd. You're, what, 20, 30 miles from the WWE headquarters? They're going to pull out all stops. I mean, that's their night to pull out. All, you don't think Vince McMahon's going to have a couple of plants in the stands watching? You, bet, you oh, better believe you know it. he will be. Yeah. You, you, you know, I mean, so... You know, they're going to have Sting there and CM Punk and, and Daniel Bryan. And, you know, they're going to have them all there. And, you know, 
that's going to be, and don't think the announcers aren't going to be hyping it up that they're in, not, they're not going to come out and say we're in WWE territory, but uh, <laughs> you're a stone's throw away from their headquarters uh, right down I-95. Mm-hmm. So let's not <laughs> call a spade a spade here. I mean, you know, and it reminds me of when the NWA came to New Haven, Connecticut back in 19, what, 88 when they came with, and Flair and Steamboat were up top. And, and they wrestled for an hour and, you know, the whole regime. This is kind of that a little bit, you know, some, you know, 30-some-odd years later. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to, uh, to see how it all pans out. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, yeah, I'm definitely it, invested there's in There's a that. lot of, you know, as Tony, as we say, there's a lot for the fans to be excited about. Whether you're watching WWE, you're watching AEW. We didn't touch upon TNA Wrestling. They're out there, too, obviously, doing their thing weekly. But there's a lot to be excited about. There's competition, and everyone's trying to do the best they could be. And, hey, guess what? The indie scene's on fire, too. So oh, yeah. There's stuff for everyone out there. All walks of life, you, you know, just get out there and buy your ticket and go enjoy yourself. Hey, you go to NAWA this Saturday night, spend ten bucks to get in, and you're going to get. If you don't, if you walk out of there saying you didn't get your ten dollars worth, then you are better off just staying home. Yeah, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, so there's really something for everyone out there, and uh, and people have choices these days, and and people are making choices more than ever of where they want to spend their their money even more than ever so i think it's a great time for wrestling it's an interesting time for wrestling across the board and um it's going to just keep evolving as as we move forward yeah i i agree uh it's it's definitely going to be great and um and like you said nawa is going to be great this weekend and it's not just nawa guys go on facebook and 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 look, look at some of the independent shows that are in your area uh and go out, go out and support them because uh you know the independent guys that 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 right there is the future uh of your fandom of, of you know the guys that are working on independence now you know one two three four five years from now are go, are going to be the major stars on you know the other the other programs so um you know this is your chance to go out and say hey i knew them before you know uh and plus you know support your independent wrestling because that 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 is a stepping stone to get us to where uh you know the big time as they say so uh for sure well chris it's, it's been a great podcast finally getting the catch back up uh getting it back up and running and next week fans we're uh we're, we're going to get back to our uh normal podcast we we, we uh, may have a guest or we uh, might be talking about a classic show uh and i'm just gonna and of course next week uh, chris and i are going to be bringing back the classic flashback edition and we'll be talking about um a favorite album or something to do with rock and roll uh chris you have anything before we need to go off the air tonight man tony just one last thing i want to i want to thank all the fans for listening to the show this week i know we took a little pause on things but we're we're back cranked up for uh 2022 and and moving forward hey everyone stay safe stay healthy stay strong and tony listen Good luck this weekend. You got a couple big matches in Lenore, North Carolina. I'm, I'm rooting for you, and we're going to hear some great results next week. Yes, sir. Next week we're going to be there, and uh, and who knows? Maybe I'll get 
uh, you know, one of the stars that are going to be there, uh, maybe get them signed in for the podcast next week. So fans, you just have to tune in for that. Well, for Chris, I am Tony. Thank you for tuning into the Binge Buster Show. We will definitely see you here next week here on the Binge Buster Show. Thank you for listening to the Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform. 